What are you going to do now? Stay tuned to find out. Welcome to the ALT Insider Podcast, dedicated to making you have the most fun possible while living or dreaming about living in Japan. Whether you've been here for years or are just starting to consider it, we've got you covered. And now, your host, broadcasting from somewhere in Japan, James. James here, ALT Insider Podcast, episode number 085, coming at you right now. Welcome in. Thanks for stopping by again. It is a solo show. I've been kicking out the good interviews, though, you have to admit. I've been getting a lot of good uh, emails about those. Interviews have been kicking it pretty good these days, and they don't stop. i got a lot of good interviews coming up for you. Um, I'll give you some teasers here. There is someone that is a sumo broadcaster. And there is someone, no, I think I said enough. There's other there's the ones. Just be ready for them, okay? Just stay tuned, listen to them. You'll, you'll find in the future how great they are. So anyways, today, before we get to the show about what to do if you didn't get the JET program, uh, I want to talk about the Christmas contest. So the Christmas lesson contest, all the details can be found at altinsider.com. Christmas Contest 2016 or on the show notes page, which will be at ALT Insider forward slash podcast 86. All the details can be found there. Basically, send me your Christmas ideas, send me your Christmas games, and if you have the best one, you will win money. And how much money you get depends on how many people enter. So if you want to if you want to get that as much as possible, you gotta share it around, let people know, and uh Send in your stuff. I want to see get the best possible English activity on itsinsider.com, and I will gladly pay the winner for that privilege of having their idea on my website. So I can't wait to see what you got. altinsider.com forward slash Christmas Contest 2016. And let me make sure that was correct before I keep saying it when it might be wrong. Christmas Contest 2016 is correct. altinsider.com forward slash Christmas Contest 2016. So, without further ado, let's get into this episode. So, what happens, you know, a lot of people right now are waiting for the JET, if you listen to this live, of course, in November 2016, you're waiting for the results of the JET program. You've already sent away your application, now you just have to wait for the results, and that is a tough period for a lot of people. So, anyway, this will help ease your worries, even though it probably won't help at all, but it's just something to listen to for the next 15 minutes or so while you're waiting for the JET results. So, this is what happened. What, what do you do? If you don't get JET, if JET rejects your beautiful statement of purpose, your beautiful application, your beautiful experience, your beautiful set of skills, what happens when that happens? What happens? What do you do when that happens? So first option, and probably my least favorite option, and that is wait till next year to try again. So there's nothing wrong with this. I mean, it's it's totally fine if you want to wait a year, but I think this kind of sets you up for just having a year where you're not doing anything towards your career or doing anything towards getting to Japan, one or the other. You know, you're kind of just in limbo waiting for next year so the the holy JET program can open up their application gates again so you can run in and try again, you know, waiting for them to accept me. Please accept me, senpai. You know, I think if you, this is really only for people that are, have a stable job and they have no, like another year of working at their job is not a negative. It's just... It, you know, it's not a negative to their life. They're not pausing their life to, for the JET program. If you're not pausing your life for the JET program and you're just going to wait and just try again next year, I think that's fine. It's it's not about, it's it's not like you're not fresh out of college and, you know, you're just going to wait until next year before you start your career and stuff. That's that's the people that I think should not do this, this tactic. But a few things you want to remember if you're going to take this route is 
you know, you're going to, you should be working to make your application better, right? You didn't make it last time. So something was wrong. Something needs to be updated. Maybe you need to add some experience. Maybe you need to add some Japanese skill. You can always, the year shouldn't be you just sitting in your bedroom. I don't know why I said bedroom, but sitting somewhere waiting for the next time to send your application in you, right? So it should be, you should be active. Do some, do stuff. Make your resume better. Make your application better. You know, don't start working on your statement of purpose that early, but work on making something that you can write in your statement of purpose when you get to writing it because you cannot write the same one. You need to change something. As Jason said, when I interviewed him about the JEP, program application process when he was an interviewer uh they did ask him they they did ask make a point to ask people what's different about this year you know what have you changed this year to make yourself more of a more of a uh not better candidate more of a, a more appropriate candidate for the jet program so think about that you have to have something different so if you don't do anything you're not gonna have anything different so if you're gonna wait for the year and you're not pausing your life for that year make sure you're doing something to make your application better though at the very least okay so that's the first option. The second option is, of course, going to Japan anyway, getting another job in Japan. Now, this way is if you really want to be in Japan and you, you know, you got to go now, you just graduated college or whatever, and you want to go to Japan right now, this is the best way to do it. Okay. So now there should, should th- there are some things you got to know, of course, like you will probably have to take a job that is as less ideal conditions than jet program. Probably will get paid a little bit less. There won't be the great big arms of the community to hug you when you're cold at night in the winter, in your first winter in Japan. But there are other great ways to get in Japan. And remember, your way in Japan is just a foot in the door, you know? Unless you unless you purely plan to be in Japan for one year, the way you get to Japan is almost irrelevant. Because once you're there, the avenues of other jobs just open up. They just suddenly the roads get paved all around you. You can find a job in many other places and many other things, you know. So don't worry about it too much, you know. Don't overthink that, well, it's a JET program or nothing for me. Because while the JET program is the best, there's other jobs that are just as fine, just, just, you know, just, just as doable once you get here to give you money to start your life in Japan, to work on your Japanese, to work on your resume, to work towards whatever you want to do, unless you just want to be an English teacher. Well, that's fine too, but there is other things to do, so... Let's go through some of those options, right? So my route, I wasn't ever a jet. I was I took the Aikaiwa route. And the reason I took that route was because I thought that was kind of the only way. I didn't I don't think I really knew about the jet program when I applied or I didn't care. I didn't I didn't hold it to some great as higher esteem than any other uh, programs. I know I knew about it actually because I knew of, you know, Jason's videos, my Argonauts videos, but I didn't hold it to some great esteem. I was like, okay, well that's just another way to get to Japan, whatever. I'll do Aikaiwa. And uh, that's that worked for me. I, my first day Kaiwa I applied to, I didn't get, but the second one was called Geos, and I was apl- I was accepted after the interview and all that stuff, and I got the job. So there you go. That was eight years ago now, and I got the job. There's many other Kaiwa companies. I won't list them all now. Just the internet is your friend here. Search internet. You search Kaiwa companies, and there's a million. Now Kaiwa is a little bit different than Jet because you'll be teaching at a, a private school. Um, so not a private, a private school sounds weird, a company. So it's like a separate school. It's not attached to the public schools or anything. And you usually have older students. Usually you usually have a curriculum you have to follow and stuff. It's just different, different vibe, right? Your hours will be a little bit later. You start at 10, 10 AM, you finish at 8 PM, something like that. A little bit different vibe than jet, but still it's, it was a great for me for my first year. I said, great. I, I, it wasn't great for me, but there's, I have another episode about that. You can, you can check the archives for that. My Aikaiwa experience wasn't great, but other people 
It is great. So don't take my experience to beat everything. There is people that have great experiences on Aikawa teachers and they love being an Aikawa teacher. So, and it is a, a very viable first step in the door in, in Japan, the Japan door. It's a great way to get in there. If you want to look at those jobs, internet is your friend. I'll put some stuff on the show notes page, which will be at altinsider.com forward slash podcast A6. Some stuff will be there. Aikawa, what that means exactly, the jobs, some companies, all that stuff. Another option is other ALT companies, not Jet. So this is, again, I've been on this side of the things as well. After I was an Aikawa teacher, I worked for a dispatch company called Interact, and I had a fine time there. The Interact, you know, Interact and other companies like this get some stuff. People say bad stuff about them, but really they do exactly what they tell you they are going to do. They tell you, they, they, they give you this much money to do this much job, and that's what you have to do. People will complain because they it doesn't pay enough or it doesn't, I don't know, other stuff. But really, they tell you what you're going to need to pay, and that's exactly how much they pay you. No, you're not going to get a raise. No, there's not going to be long-term contract. No, they're not going to pay you insurance. But they're going to pay you, you know, need you some money, need you your money, need you need money sometimes, less than that. Some, don't take too much less than that. But they're going to pay you that much money to be an ALT in Japan. And again, it's a door into Japan. There's nothing wrong with that job. There's nothing, it's not a long-term solution to living in Japan, I don't think, in my opinion, of course. Some people love the job and do it for a long time. In my opinion, it's a diminishing returns kind of job. Like the first few years, I had, I thought it was the best job in the world. I was having so much fun. And then it kind of got burnt out. And then I started making fun important. And then I had fun again. And then I kind of got burnt out again. And then I started ALTinsider.com. And then I had fun again. Well, I had fun telling people how to have fun. And then I stopped doing it because... It wasn't as fun for me, but I had more fun helping other people have more. How many times can I say fun here? I had more fun helping people have fun do the job, so that's why I quit being ALT. Um, but again, dispatch companies are definitely infinitely uh, more more easy. They're definitely easier to get hired to than Jet as well. And if you have a great application for Jet, I mean, it wasn't accepted by Jet, so there must be something wrong with it. But if even if that, if you didn't get accepted by Jet, and if you send that same application to some dispatch companies, you might get a job with that application because it's definitely less of a, a hurdle to get hired by a dispatch company. Again, the, the, uh, the conditions won't be as good, but you can get a job in Japan. If that's your dream, it's going to make it happen. And once your foot's in the door, you can go in one of the million directions that there are to go elsewhere. Um, also... You have other options, and these are kind of in the Aikawa realm, but they are worth mentioning, of course. And I want to say that they are working at kindergarten. So um, kindergartens are, again, kind of in the Aikawa realm, but there are kindergartens that can hire people from abroad. And there are obviously less of these jobs, but you work with young kids, as you probably could have guessed from the name, being a kindergarten. And you work in the mornings, usually, and you teach. You had It's kind of a more hands-on job than an Aikawa teacher, actually. You have to do, like, kind of, the planning, the kind of, there's some like shows you have to do in, in holiday times and stuff like that. It's a little bit more in depth. You usually get paid more than they cover those well. It's something to think about. So if you're more into the kids, that's definitely another option to do. I have some friends that do kindergarten teaching. They love it. They, they're very busy, but they do love it. And also, uh, Just Japan podcast host Kevin, he's a kindergarten teacher. You can listen to that episode in the archives if you want to hear more about that job because some people love that job. And that is a way definitely to get to Japan that isn't. The JET program, because I know you want to be in the JET program, but you have to forget about it. You did not get accepted, so we're trying to find another way for you to get to Japan that isn't just waiting a year, unless that's exactly what you want to do. Okay, also, I want to spend some time on this other option, and that is 
some other way. Now, this way is the most vague and the most kind of mysterious and, and wondrous, but and also is the most difficult for sure. But as you can hear from some of the podcasts I've had, interviews with people that aren't teaching English in Japan, many of them didn't start in Japan. They started somewhere else in their home country doing something, and they got hired in Japan doing that job in Japan. Some of them didn't even have any Japanese at all. So the opportunities are there. If you look hard enough, search hard enough, network your ass off, the opportunities for you to work in Japan, not as an English teacher, are there. But usually you have to have some kind of skill that's, you know, some kind of specialized skill, right? You can't just be a normal Joe and say, hey, I will work at Toyota Company. Okay, well, do you know how to do car stuff? Well, you know, I don't know. I'll get to that later. You can't do that. You have to have some kind of specialized skill in Japan, specialized skill. And some companies in Japan are looking for that kind of international person to be part of teams, international people to be part of the office, things like this. There are ways to work in Japan that aren't teaching English if you don't have any experience, even if you can't even speak Japanese, you know? So look for them. Of course, remember, we've heard multiple times on my past podcast, the best jobs aren't on Gaijinpot. So remember that. Gaijinpot is great for getting some jobs, but other jobs... They aren't on Gaijinpot. So, you know, you have to network, get yourself out there on the internet, follow people on Twitter, interact with people, network. You find the jobs as hard as you look for the jobs, right? And one more I want to talk about, because I always had, it's kind of it's stupid, but I, I, it's my podcast, I can do what I want, right? So another option is working at a ski lift. So again, this requires no teaching of Japanese, no, no learning, speaking of Japanese, but you can work at a ski lift, right? In Hokkaido or one of these kind of ski areas. And what you do is just watch the ski lift in the morning and uh, you, you just, that's all you do. And you get free board and you get a free ski pass and stuff like that. It sounds like, I'm only saying this because when I was in America, I used to watch this guy's videos in Japan. It's called Trevor in Japan, I think. I'll put the link in the show notes page again, but I would watch that video and this guy was living in Japan. He was watching the ski lifts and he was actually, it was during the Geos, uh, sorry, not Geos. It was during the Nova downfall. So after Nova de- fell, he was a ski lift operator. And I remember watching his videos thinking, wow, that'd be so cool. I, I would, I would take doing that job. No matter how bored he looks, I would take doing that job just to be in Japan. And I never, I never took it. I never been to Hokkaido. And that's one thing I definitely want to uh, change in the future, but that is a job you can do. You sit in the ski lifts. There's not many people to talk to. There's not much of a nightlife because everyone's so cold. And there's a lot of snow everywhere. Well, actually, that's not true. There might be some nightlife. I don't know that much. If, if you if you actually, if someone ever did this and you know anyone that did this job, the ski lift operator in Japan or any other country, please send them an email and tell them to email me because I want to interview them on this show because that's something I always thought about. And I always said, if I could get to Japan, I would, I would take any way to get to Japan. I would be a ski lift operator in the most boring area of Japan because that's how bad I want to get to Japan. But I chose to take the Aikaiwa route, and now I'm here eight years later doing something totally different. And you can too, even though Jet rejected you. Jet Jet took your application and threw it right in the trash. So, you know, don't get too down. That's that's the last my last message here. Don't get too down. Jet rejected you. Who cares? You know, there's many other ways to get to Japan, and there's many other ways to get your foot in the door in Japan that can lead you to many other options, many other opportunities. You never know what can happen once you get to Japan. You just got to get here if that's what you want to do. So, without further ado, I'm going to let you go. If you did get, to, you know, rejected by Jet, sorry about that. But F them, right? F them if they didn't want you. You have two choices. You're going to get to Japan anyway, or are you going to wait a year and, you know, beg for the Jet Empire to let you back in, you know? Think about that. Either way is cool, but, you know, choose one and choose one wisely. Without further ado, 
thanks for listening. I want to say thanks to John who sent me an email and John is the one that suggested this show. So if you have a show suggestion, send it my way, james at altinsider.com. You never know, you might get a show about the, the, the suggestion you have because John had an awesome suggestion and here we are. This is the episode that John made. So thank you, John. Thank you for listening, everyone out there. Even if you got accepted to Jet, if you didn't get accepted to Jet, if you're a ski lift operator in Japan, I want to hear about it. Thanks for listening, as always. And until next time, you know what to do. Even though Jet rejected your ass, have more fun. See you. Thanks for listening to the ALT Insider Podcast. For more info on how you can have more fun working in Japan, visit ALTinsider.com. See you next time. Oh, 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 oh.